How are you, man? You didn't go and hire a love stick in some other lass's Toon River, did you? Why, aye, man. Oh, how where? Was she canny, like? No, man, we had a tash on, but she's been with so many lads, sticking ends like waving a sausage up an alley. Rose, you coming to the quiz? I can't, I'm busy. Busy? Doing what? Uh, stuff? You're abstaining. Unless you've relented, there is literally nothing you could be doing right now. Come to the quiz. I can't. I'm really, really busy. Oh, she's as old as the last last year, Tash. She'll have gunned on the Gerald Crusade, like. You're watching that stupid Newcastle soap opera, Angel City. Angels of the North? I'm coming to pick you up. But tonight's a good one. It's the one where Cruel Chris finds out one of his henchmen is sleeping with his teenage Russian girlfriend. It's culturally significant television. Wish her lush. No, she had a face like Peter Beardsley's backside, man. Oh, I'll tape it. And a backside like Peter Beardsley's face. Quizmasters by Aidan McCaffrey. Episode 3. All your phones are belong to us. Get this, Niall. Rose watches that awful Geordie soap opera, Angels of the North. The Angel of the North was the last woman I saw naked. What's wrong with Angels of the North? It's a soap opera so transparently fictional, it might as well feature a cupboard with a magical doorway to the birth of Jesus. I think it's gritty. Gritty? Yes. Gritty? Repeating the word gritty doesn't make it any less gritty. No, I'll tell you what makes it less gritty. They're increasingly convoluted and fantastical plots. The endless stream of misery and hardship that makes EastEnders look like a TV serialisation of Mary Poppins. The fact that the ridiculously named Cruel Chris, as you call him, is loosely affiliated with some kind of Newcastle gang culture called the Toon Mafia, which sounds like a mob family made up of Warner Brothers characters. Toon is how Newcastle say town. The Toon Mafia is a realistic depiction of North East gang culture. Of course it is. Who's the conciliary in the Toon Mafia? Daffy Duck? And the Godfather? Wiley Coyote? The Godfather would be bugs if anyone. Well, if you're ever on the time, I'd recommend you don't mock the Toon Mafia. You might get killed. I'll be sure to look out for falling pianos, Rose. Niall! What? I'm not being funny, but what are you doing? I'm listening to you mock Rose. No, you've been scratching yourself since you came in. And not in a subtle way, either. I've got an itch. I don't know why. Go to a doctor. I can't. It's late. Maybe you caught something. As you two have seen the last couple of weeks, I'm not exactly a paradigm of sexual activity. Like I said, last naked woman, angel of the north. And the only thing I could have caught of her is rust. If I had an STD, at least I'd have something to show for it, namely a recent sexual memory, which I don't. Speaking of sexual infections, isn't your brother Jordan staying at yours this week, Niall? From what I remember, he's a bit of a crab magnet, isn't he? A clap sponge? A gonorrhea gatherer? Maybe you caught something off him. I've just realised what I was suggesting. I'll try try shuffling instead of scratching. Gross! Ollie! Hello. And for the second week in a row, you're smiling instead of being depressed and lovelorn. We could get used to this version of you. You won't have much time to get used to it tonight, as I shall be leaving later to meet a lovely lady named Zoe. Thanks to Rose here's magic matchmaking skills. She's a girl from work. She had some sad news in her family recently. 
I wanted to take her mind off it and figured Ollie was the only guy I could set her up with who wouldn't take advantage of her emotional fragility. Yeah, poor duck. Nice. What time? She's going to call me when she gets out of work. Just remember, the main thing on a date is to be yourself, trust your instincts and... Nah, I can't lie. Try really hard to avoid all your instinctive thoughts and things to say. It is the only way you'll impress her. Uh, thanks, Joe. Ian! Hello, my fellow knights of the Quizotic Order. We are at your loyal service. What are your orders, O Quizotic Filled Commander? I require only your company to enjoy this fine evening, for the man who asks for nothing shall receive much, and the man who asks for a lot shall perish in... Oh, Ollie, you're here. Oh, I don't suppose you could lend me 500 quid, could you? 500 quid? How come? Well, a bit of a mess up at work, got underpaid and won't get the remainder until the end of the week, which affects the rent situation. What was that about the man who asked for little? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half a K, that cool. Sure, I'll transfer it. I need it back quickly, though. Hello everyone, can I have your attention please? Welcome to the quiz. We have to start on a rather dark note. As some of you may know, something terrible happened here last week. There was a rape. <gasps> and the victim of that rape was fair play. Oh some modern youths with dishonesty in their heart and nihilism in their balls thought it would be a good idea to bring friends and get answers from outside of the quiz. I punished the offending team by castrating them. <laughs> castrating them of their right to come to this quiz. <laughs> Unfortunately, their dishonesty has left me with little trust in humanity. So I am, as of this day, enforcing a phone collection policy. I understand that people are attached to their phones, and if people want to leave, please do so now, for there will be no negotiation on this. Anyone wanting to play, please hand your phones in to June. But this isn't fair. We didn't cheat. I'd like to hold my phone in case someone calls. I'd like to be in a lesbian anarcho-punk band called Penis Jihad, but I'm not a lesbian, or a musician, or even a fan of punk. What I'm saying is, we've all got problems. If you want to play, hand your phone in. What if our phones ring? I will allow the quiz to stop momentarily for you to answer, if you so choose, but you will have to put the phone on speaker so we can be sure no cheating occurs. Oh, you're kidding. If I was kidding, I'd be giving birth to a baby goat. Well, this is an interesting development. Uh, pass them to me, I'll do the deed. First question. The world of Nazi literature. Who wrote Lolita? OK, we can work this out as a team, but only if we all concentrate and keep our full attentions on the task at... Oh, my God, Joe! Look who just walked in! Hand. Who is it? What do you mean, who is it? It's Johan Sinclair! Oh, yeah, him who plays the ridiculously named Cruel Chris in Angels of the North. Why is he called Cruel Chris? He's a bit of a soap opera bad dad like Dirty Den. You know, wheeling and dealing, getting into fights. 
forcing lovers to have abortions, that kind of thing. Oh, the cheeky chappy. When did he force someone to have an abortion? I don't remember that one. You watch it too? Of course, it's the best thing on TV. Apart from one born every minute. Christmas episode. Cruel Chris gave his pregnant girlfriend a wrapped up present. She thought it was going to be flight tickets to elope in Vegas. Turns out it was an appointment card for the local clinic. Happy Christmas, Debs, is what he said. It was great TV. They don't call him Cruel Chris for nothing. Festive. Cruel Chris is Punjabi. Second question. The world of closet autoerotic asphyxiation addicts. How many different Tories have been Prime Minister since World War II? Too many. It's good you're focused on the question, but I would fall on my sword before I put a flippant answer on this paper, Joe. Rose, do you know the answer? Oh, God. If Johann Sinclair so much as looks at me, it's curtains for my abstinence. I'll take that as a no. I do know. It's eight. I hope that information wasn't ill-sourced like your answers last week. No, actually, old Doris Cloth and number 67 were saying last night she's met all the Tory Prime Ministers since the war. All eight of them were her words. Who is old Doris Cloth? Doesn't matter. Angel of the North's longest-running character. Oh, God. Oh, no, Johan's looking this way. Goodbye, short-lived abstinence. It was good while it lasted. What's the longest you've gone previous to this? 17 years. Yeah, not counting before you lost your virginity. Um, six months. Not counting when you got meningitis at uni. <sighs> two weeks. And it's two weeks tonight since you slept with Mick. So if you can just get through this evening, you've broken your personal... He smiled at me! Oh, I'm going to speak to him. Record. Next question. Our first phone call of the evening. Is someone going to answer it? Or shall we move on? Ugh, I'll answer it, that's probably the wife. Hey hon. Hey babe, just in response to your text earlier, I'm not sure what time my parents are coming tomorrow, but it will be after work. Do you have a conservative estimate on the time? Um, 8pm, so there's plenty of time to sort out the kitchen before they arrive. It is a war zone in there. Sure, see you later. Ugh, love you. Love you too, bye! And we have our first cheat of the evening. What? How? Do you have a conservative estimate? The kitchen is a war zone. Perhaps she was telling you the number of conservative prime ministers since World War Two. Oh, this is ridiculous, man. My in-laws are visiting tomorrow. Don't think I can't read code, young man. And is it a coincidence that the kitchen will be ready at... 8 p.m. when the answer is 8 conservative p.m.s? Yes. And you just give it with the answer, pal. Thanks. Damn this loose tongue. Well, I'll let you off this time. But if you get another call saying your wife's in labour, her stomach's splitting in two like post-war Europe, and she expects to be giving birth at 5 p.m. tomorrow, I'll know you're up to something. Next question. The world of politics. How many different Labour Prime Ministers have there been since World War II? Uh, actually, uh, let's scrap that. Give me a minute. Hi. Speaking of loose tongues, my liquor's a stickler for a brunette. Johann Sinclair. Rather approved actor. Oh, wow, you're not... Geordie in real life? 
I'm a great actor. I can do accents. Even this is not my real voice. And your name is? Rose. Rose, I'll get straight to the point. As research for a role I've got coming up, I'm sleeping with a different woman every night to experience the life of a sex addict. Would you like to be that lady tonight? Is that really your best opener? You want more? Um, a bit, yeah. I didn't train at RADA to become a famous actor and beg for sex. In fact, I didn't even train at RADA, but that's beside the point. Uh, it was nice meeting you. Nice work, Rose. How did you say no? Easy. He wasn't speaking Geordie. Next question. The world of childbearing. What is the term for a fear of childbirth or labour? What's the term for a fear of ultra-difficult quizzes? He isn't making this easy. Dare I ask if anyone has any ideas? So I've got a new pulling technique. To make up for the failures of the last fortnight. Oh, I didn't think so. What's the technique? Scratching yourself? No. Smouldering eyes. Go on, try them on me. OK, here I go. It looks like you've misplaced your glasses and are straining to read a crossword puzzle. Oh, it's not working on you because you're my friend. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, go on, try it on someone in the pub. OK, uh, let's try uh, Oriental Bounty, table six. Here I go. Smouldering mode activated. Hopefully the next question will be tough. Her gaze always wanders over here on hard questions. Next question. The world of reptilia. How many species of reptile have been scientifically classified as living in the Amazonian rainforest? Closest answer wins. Wow, she's looking. Oh my god, she's smiling back and giggling like a schoolgirl. Smouldering mode, it's a winner. If I know women, and I do, it's that nothing does it for them more than a man who looks like he's reading a motorway traffic sign in low visibility fog. Niall... She's signalling you to go to the bar. Holy shit, the shag eagle has taken flight. Well, sex isn't going to have itself. I am off to the bar. Oh, look outside, there's Jordan, Noel's brother. Oh, as one sex-crazed member of the Addison family exits, another arrives. It appears he's coming to join us. What's he like? You know how Niall is a total horn dog, but he can, in between his unsuccessful attempts at getting his leg over, hold a conversation about non-nookie-related matters. Yes. Jordan's the same, except without the conversation. I'll give anyone here 50 quid if they can get him to talk about anything other than it. You're on. Oh, I can see why Niall comes here. This is one boozer absolutely oozing with Michelin star twats. Jordan, over here. Hi. Joe, right? We met at Niall's birthday last year. We didn't, did we? No, I heard you're rotting from the pelvis out, so I've opted to never touch you. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Hello, Jordan. I'm Rose. Hey. I see there's a new player on table one. If you want to play, pay a pound and hand in your phone. I don't have a phone. Ah, a like-minded soul, dare I ask? I assume, like me, you have recently abandoned mobile technology as an objection to the dependence of society on instant gratification of telecommunication, information and social networking? No. I downloaded so much porn, my phone's OS crashed. 
I see. Pound in the jar, please. I'm Ollie. Ian. Hey. Fifty pounds, guys. What do you do for a living, Jordan? I can't get over it. This place is a coral weaver, Quim. And I'm a big fan of biodiversity. That's useful. We have a question on Amazonian animal life you could help us with. I meant clunge. You know, vagina. Frasp. Quasm. You're like a thesaurus with only one entry. Yeah, that's because there's only one entry I'm interested in. And I'm hoping to enter it tonight. Christ. I miss Niall. Okay, one more you could maybe help us with. Uh, The name for a fear of labour? Fear of labour? What a joke. Doesn't matter what's coming out of it, it's still my favourite number one pastime. I really miss Niall. Pregnant women are beautiful. No offence, but... Why did you come to a pub quiz if you're seemingly incapable of thinking or talking about anything other than one specific subject? I'm meeting a girl. I saw her in the street earlier crying. Took her in my arms, told her everything was going to be alright. The tastiest fruit is that which is in easy reach. Jordan, I'm going to be frank. You add nothing to this team. The world of jailbait. What is the age of consent... In Ireland. 17. Shh, keep it down. Trust me. Mm, maybe you do add something to the team, but don't spread it around. And I mean that in every conceivable manner. Oh, it's my phone. Quizmaster, can I answer my phone? I'm not stopping you. But I have to answer it on speakerphone in front of everyone. Yes. Oh, this is stupid. If I don't put it on speakerphone, how am I to know they're not ringing an answer in? Because I haven't had my phone on me to ring or text a question out. There are forms of communication other than phones. Are you suggesting that I'm sending out carrier pigeons or messages in bottles? No. There's a no-pet rule and we only serve on tap. But you could have morsed it through the window. Great. Missed it. Look, Quizmaster, I'm morsing. Who wants to end this stupid rule? Hi! No! I've got a date tonight. That phone call could have been my last chance for love. Don't awe him. He's got a wedding dress catalogue with ex-girlfriend's heads stuck on the models. I do not. Okay, maybe I do. But still, who's up for cancelling this phone rule? No, it's the only way to guarantee fair play. Bullshit. What about trust? Trust. Trust? Why don't you ask the patrons of last week's quiz about trust? Why don't you ask the poor teams who slaved away over a hot answer stove only to have adolescent nihilism urinated into it? Why don't you ask Fast Brain Theory, the untrustworthy team that abused trust like a Labour government dipping their fingers in the National Pension Trust about trust? You know, when you hear a word so much it becomes meaningless? Last week the word trust did become meaningless, my dear Rose. Now, does anybody else... Have any questions about phones? Didn't think so. Next question. The world of... Actually, this is a question about phones. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell made the world's first long-distance telephone call between two towns in which North American state or province? Uh, Rose? Uh... Cruel Chris is signalling you again. He's persistent. Resolve, Rose. 
It's okay. I'm not rising to it. Oh, we're lost. Got over here. I'm his. <laughs> I've looked all around, and there's no one in here but 50-something bingo junkies and orange-faced tarts. I've decided that you are the most attractive woman in here. Apart from that Chinese firecracker over there, but your friend seems to have already tapped that imported barrel of fun. So, what do you say? Again? That's your line? A dubious racial attitude mixed with what do I say to being your second choice? Hard to get, eh? Actually, I'm easy. That's how bad your lines are. I know why you're resisting him. It's because it's slowly dawning on you how moronic his show is. It's not moronic. It is! Toon Mafia, Abortions for Christmas, that episode where they debated whether to give Jonesy euthanasia. Soap operas allow important issues to become part of national conversation. Jonesy was Sahib's beagle. It's still a life. And a cute floppy-eared one at that. Joe, you know quite a lot about Angels of the North. You must have seen quite a few episodes. I watch it at least once a week. What can I say? I'm a cultural masochist. Or you don't want to admit you love soap operas. Yeah, let's go with cultural masochist. You should do that as a stand-up set. Joe Normington, cultural masochist. Hmm, that's not a bad idea. In fact, I'm going to go over to the open mic comedy night right now to rant about soap operas. Angels of the North. (laughs) Angels of the... (laughs) Shit TV? Yeah, I won't use that. I didn't mean that. We've got a quiz to steamroll. Are you sure, Joe? In the last two weeks you've bombed and come back depressed and full of self-loathing. Didn't you get the memo, Ollie? I'm a cultural masochist. Bring on the pain. I'll come with you. Moral support. Uh, um, I'm a quantum comedian. You can't observe my comedy while it's actually happening. What I'm saying is, don't follow me. Good luck, Joe. Yeah, good luck. Don't forget your... phone. Oh, I have a good feeling about this one. I think she's going to nail it. Hmm. I'll get her five shots lined up just in case. No, you're back. Did the shag eagle fly away? Did the shag eagle fly away? Course not, he's an Addison. Jordan, what are you doing here? Meeting a girl. This place is a total quimshack. I can see why you come here. And you can see why I'll be leaving here, or what I'll be leaving with, that Asian sensation over there. (sighs) Two chips off the same block right here. Niall! Oh, you're not scratching myself for 20 minutes while I was talking to her. It was an ordeal. The world of derogatory political terms. Who coined the term nanny state? Me. Made a stupid phone rule. Oh, I really want my phone back. What if it was Zoe? There is popular support behind the rule, Ollie. I wouldn't argue. No, there isn't. The crowd have acquiesced to the Quizmaster's superior judgment. Acquiesced with heavy reluctance and no real choice in the matter. Ollie, the thing you have to realise is that Mick hasn't enforced this rule out of malice. He's done it because he knows what's best for us. And like young children who don't understand why they're being force-fed green vegetables, trips to science museums and questionable Christian propaganda disguised as high fantasy novels, soon everyone here will look back and realise it was for the best, that deep down it was what we wanted all along. By the end of tonight, no one in this pub will even want their phone back. Three minutes later... My girls have phones back. This isn't a phone quiz. Yeah, I just remembered I've got incriminating stuff on that phone. Yeah, genuinely shocking video evidence of things. Look, if you all really want your phones back, 
I suppose I can't object. Nick, stand steady, soldier. The customer's always right, Ian. No, no, they're not. What about racist customers? OK, maybe not them. And homophobic customers? And maybe not them either. And customers who spout factually incorrect information, like rabbits or baby kangaroos? I get your point, Ian. If you want to try and convince everyone the phone rule's a good idea, go ahead. After all, it was your idea. (gasps) This was your idea? Before we all get angry... Get me my freaking phone now. Hi, I'm mine. Look, Lance Armstrong. (laughs) Lance Armstrong isn't there. I I did it to make a point. Look, no one likes a cheat, and no one likes this rule, except me. But think of it as the anti-doping agency for quizzing. There's only 20 minutes left. Let's just say we see this one through to the bitter end in the spirit of fairness, honesty and good sportsmanship. I'll stand by the courage of my convictions if you'll stand here with me. Agreed? Yes. Ian, isn't, isn't that your phone? Yes, yes, it, yes it is. And in the spirit of that honesty, and to show I am a man of my convictions, I will answer it in front of all of you fine folks. Speakerphone on. Hello, Ian speaking. How can I help you? Hello, this is Sarah from Betfred. Can I confirm we are speaking to Mr Ian S. Taplow? Uh, yes, but I'll, I'll, I'll have um, to stop... We are ringing to give you a final warning for the payment of £500 you owe uh, us for uh, a bet uh, you made on the 6th of December. Uh, well... well Betting with fraudulent credit cards is something Betfred takes very seriously mm. and we will pass this matter on to the police if the amount is not paid by 12pm Friday. Understood. Thank you, Mr Taplow. So, there you have it. A man with the courage of his convictions. Let's play Fred, everyone. I mean, play fair. Despite his hypocrisy, that speech won me over. Agreed. You're betting with fraudulent credit cards. Now he's not talking about sex. So all that being underpaid from work stuff was rubbish. What was the bet on? The junior apprentice finale. What? I got some insider information from a friend who works on the show. Apparently the smart Indian kid was going to win with the Tamdom, the world's first fully functioning contraceptive fluid absorber. Retrospectively, I can see that was obviously false information. Ian, stop talking. We've got to win this quiz in the Honourable Quizotic Code or some such shit that you'd normally say. And fraudulent cards? What are you involved in? My God, you're not in the Toon Mafia, are you? I'm fine. I just let my judgement get away from me for a bit. You're still good to lend me that half K, right, Ol? Hmm, yeah. On one condition. No more gambling. Of course, of course, totally. I don't have a problem. I'm in control of this. Although, if I can't gamble, how do I pay you back? Raffle prize tonight is £250, by the way. Get your stubs here. (laughs) Hello, coin. Raffles count as gambling. Damn. On the plus side, I did get Jordan to say something not sex-related, so I'm 50 quid up when Joe gets back. That's no mean feat. Oh, that's mine. Up you come. Certainly. I have nothing to hide, unlike Gary Gamble over here. Speakerphone on. Hello. Hello, Mr Addison. Speaking. This is Battersea Health Clinic. For security purposes, can you confirm your postcode for us? Uh, yeah, it's uh, SW12QF. What's this about? We had the results back from your swab. I'm afraid to say you have contracted pubic lice. <laughs> whoa, 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 hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. There must have been some misunderstanding. I haven't even been to your clinic. How did you get this number? 
You are Mr. Addison of 34 Queen Avenue, SW1-2QF? Yes, but can, can you tell me how I could have contracted lice if I haven't, you know, if I haven't recently? Pubic lice. <laughs> can also be transferred by close physical contact and the sharing of sheets or towels. Are you telling me you haven't recently visited our clinic and don't have the symptoms of an infection? Yes, and uh, not exactly. And you were going to let me sleep with you, you sicko! Lisa, I, I can explain. Uh, my brother's been staying in my bed this week. He must have transferred them onto the sheets. You got them from your brother? What is wrong with your family? My brother's what's wrong with it? Unlucky <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Sorry if that caused any embarrassment. Do you have this on speakerphone or something? Yes. Why are you taking calls from a sexual health clinic on a speakerphone? I'm at a pub quiz, obviously. Jordan, you dick. You went for a sexual health checkup and you gave them my address and number. I had to. I'm staying at yours and my phone's dead. Ugh. From the porn. So Joe was right. You did get the itch off your brother. Can't believe you gave me crabs. My own brother. My own flesh and blood. They're fairly easy to get rid of, all right? Look, I can give you the number of a GP if you like. Actually, just press return last call. Well done, bro. You just cost me the best Chinese I was ever likely to have. What's a clinic even doing open on a Monday night anyway? They stay open late on Mondays due to increased business from the weekend. They all do. Trust me. We definitely trust you on that. Next question. The world of rivers. What is the longest river in the Middle East? Nile and Jordan. One for the Addison brothers. Why? Are there slugs in Egypt? Doesn't matter. I know the answer anyway. Hello, plebs. Roseanne, the quiz is nearly over, so here is your final chance at a night of classically trained love with Johann Sinclair. Here's my offer. If you come with me, I will do the entire sex, in character, as Cruel Chris from Angels of the North, the UK's top-rated soap opera on the digital channel Geordie 24. Are we a pit? Let's come back to mine. You know you can't resist a night of passion with cruel Chris, can you know? Sweet Lord, let's go. Rose, don't go with him. He gives terrible Christmas presents, and you're supposed to be abstaining. Hang on, I'll just get my... phone. That's mine, Mick, but I'm leaving. You still have to answer it. Like hell I do. If you don't, you forfeit your team's points. What? You're unbelievable. Speakerphone on. Satisfied? Hello? Hey, Rose. It's David, the ripped guy from the gym. Hey, David. How are you? Okay, for what you say, I'm on speakerphone. Yeah, how come? I'm on a pub quiz, obviously. Uh, okay. Uh, I just wanted to see if you were up for meeting tomorrow. I had a great time the other weekend, but uh, you haven't texted back. I'm not trying to get into anything serious, if you're not. I'd, uh, I'd just like to meet again. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Uh, sorry, I've been in a bit of a weird place lately, but I'm definitely up for meeting. The Lamb at six. Sounds good. See you then. <laughs> Unless you see me first. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Happy now, Mick? I've never been happy. As you probably gathered from that call, I'm seeing someone. But we're still in the open season of the relationship, so 
This isn't a problem for me, if it's not a problem for you. It's fine. As long as he's not Jewish. Oh, uh, he is. No, that simply won't do. I'm not a fan of the Jewish race or anyone who would want to engage with them. Is that a problem? Yes, a big problem. I think I shall be going then. Goodbye. What a strange, objectionable man. Two laughs in a five-minute set. I got two laughs. Oh, sorry, Joe. No, it's good. I got no laughs last week. My hit count has increased 200%. Nice work. I mean, it, it went downhill after the two laughs. Laughter turned to chuckles, and uh, then chuckles turned to silence. And then it had been so long since the last laugh that the silence turned into a dark cloud of hatred. But still, two laughs. It's two steps in the right direction. Right, little boys are in for me. Is it bad that it takes a man literally being xenophobic for me to say no? Yeah. If I was in a serious dry spell, a bit of xenophobia would not put me off a girl. Speaking of dry spells, I suspect this is not the start of one. My date just arrived. See you later, pillow shaggers. Niall, look! That girl your brother is meeting, that's Zoe. The girl I set Ollie up with. Really? Despite Jordan's brain being in his... Well, despite Jordan not really having a brain, he couldn't have known. Yeah, but she does. She's going to make a phone call. Oh, hopefully not to Ollie. That's OK, he's in the bathroom. And he's back. Oh, no, he's going to answer it. Oh, we have to stop him. It's too late. Uh, hello? Speaker phone, please. OK, OK. Hello? Um, hi, Oliver. It's Zoe. I'm afraid I can't make it tonight. I'm not feeling great. Oh, right. Um, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. Is your phone all right? It sounds quite echoey. I really hope he doesn't notice her at the bar. It's feedback. Look, she's at the bar. <gasps> so you are, with Jordan Addison. Ollie, you're here. Why are you on speakerphone? It's a quiz, obviously. Why are you in a pub with another guy trying to cancel a date you're supposed to be on now? Oh. I'm, uh, I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Oh. This is my life, not a pantomime. Oh, yes, it Stop is. Nile. Ollie, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. But in answer to your question, she did it because she has no morals. You don't want a girl like that. Yeah, you're right. But I do. Zoe, wait! Don't judge Jordan too much in this, guys. He's just a bit of a jack the lad, really. He implied earlier he's wanted for statutory rape in Ireland. Who am I kidding? He's a monster. <sighs> that was the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. Don't worry about it, Ollie. She's with Jordan. I think she's going to be making a lot of new friends tonight. A lot of new little friends. Uh, why? Is he taking her to a dwarf tossing contest? Think back a bit, Ollie. Oh, of course. <laughs> Minor victory. I suppose it was inevitable that at least one of our phones would ring while the quiz was happening. Uh, actually, all our phones rang. It's been a pretty humiliating final ten minutes all round. And the fact that no one's been paying attention to the quiz will mean there is only further humiliation to come in the form of our inevitable defeat. Mm, looks like I bit the bullet then. 
Isn't that your phone, Joe? Shit. Who could it be? Brace yourself. It hasn't been good for any of us. Speakerphone. You know the drill. Here goes nothing. Hello? Hi, Joe Normington. It's Egon from the Griffin Comedy Club. Yeah, just ringing to say it was a tough crowd, all right, but I liked your set tonight. Uh, I'm one act down on a comedy competition I'm putting together in a week or two. Date is yet TBA. And I'd like you to enter with your five minutes. Interested? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just let me know the date and I am there. We'll be in touch. Bye. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations, Joe. Yeah, well done, Joe. You deserve it. Don't you all just love this phone rule? No one? Just me then. Okay. Which means the team with the most points. I can't believe it's finally happened. The one remaining team whose name we haven't yet called out. Despite all the distractions, all the talking, all the crabs, we've actually done it. Is insert pop culture related pub quiz pun here. Making them the runners up of this week's Molested Lamb Weekly Pub Quiz. Runners up? But Mick, you've called out all the other team names. Who could have come first? I'll tell you who, Ian. Honesty came first. Oh, honestly. No, honesty. The phone rule will not continue next week, but I believe we've all learned something tonight about fair play. It has to be enforced by a nanny quizmaster and people can't be trusted. Exactly, my dear Rose. Aren't pub quizzes just a hoot? Hoisted by your own petard again, Ian. Even when we win, we don't win. I can at least take solace in the fact that Jordan has gone now. No offence, Niall. His diverse range of coarse sexual terminology was driving me nuts. An announcement before we move on. I will not be here next week, and there will be no quiz, as I shall be in the company of Quim in Manchester. Oh, not you too, Mick. Oh, you misunderstand, Ian. The Association of Quim. Quiz umpires, instructors and masters. It's their annual conference. I'm this year's guest speaker. I go every year to find out the latest developments in the field, chat with like-minded people and to have women. There's women at a Quizmaster convention? Yes. They're rarer than albino tanning booth models, which only makes the chase all the more rewarding. No quiz next week. What are we going to do? I've got an idea. Several days later, at Rose's house. I've done a bad thing. You know me, Nan? I? The one who got killed? Yeah. It was me what done it. I ordered a hit from the Toon Mafia on me own nana. Eh? Why? For the life insurance? Nah, for a Toon season ticket, man. Oh, where, man? That's not on that like. Front road St James's Park. <laughs> Why, that's near bother. Oh, if I'd known that, I'd have whacked her off myself. And you watch every episode of this, Rose? Of course she does. It's great. Can we watch one born every minute after this? Every episode for the last ten years. The last decade. Your brain must be mush by now, Rose. Why, eh, man? Come with me to a party tonight. 
That was episode three of Quizmasters by Aidan McCaffrey, starring Ben Cordry as Ian, Esther Eden as Rose, Scott Joseph as Ollie, Aidan McCaffrey as Niall, Sarah Summeray as Joe, Jack Thompson as Jordan, and Rafe Beckley as the Quizmaster. Other parts were played by Emma York and members of the cast. Music by James Hall. It was produced by Ben Cordry.